It's almost time for the 61st ACB Annual Convention, and convention time also means ACB Auction Time. This year's auction will be held on Saturday, June 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Central Time. It's your chance to bid on crafts, jewelry, technology, and those ever-popular food items, including some delicious baked goods. Participation is easy. If you're registered for the convention, you're automatically registered to bid. You can join in on Zoom or tune in to ACB Media to catch all the action. If you want to get in on some early deals, the ACB Appetizer Auction is for you. It'll take place June 16th and 17th with lots of great items up for bid throughout both days. All proceeds will benefit ACB membership and the ACB community. Watch your email for more auction details or contact Leslie Spoon if you have any questions. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. That's Leslie Spoon at cfl.rr.com. Let's have some fun while raising money to support ACB. See you at the auction June 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Central Time. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for June 14th, 2022. My name is Herbie Allen, and I am joined today by my wonderful co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori. Hello there, Tori. Hello, Herbie, and well done on remembering the date. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I try. And uh, also today... We are uh, have a wonderful host, Angela, who's going to give us the instructions in just a minute. So today I'm going to um, be making uh, homemade donuts. This is a recipe that uh, Tori actually gave me a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're going to have some fun. As uh, I meant to do a practice run, but I did not get a chance to, so uh, we'll be doing it for the first time. And before we get started, I am going to turn things over to Artistic Angela, who is going to remind us how we can participate in the call at any time. Angela. Okay, don't forget to hit the got it button so you can unmute and raise your hand and things like that. All events are recorded. Muting is a toggle, so you can use the same command to unmute. From your PC, it's all A. From your Mac, Command-Shift-A. From the app button in the left corner, left-hand corner. From the phone, it's star six. To raise your hand from the PC, Alt-Y. From the Mac, Option-Y. From the app, access the More button on the lower right-hand corner. And the raised hand feature appears. From the phone, it's star nine. Thank you, Angela. Nicely done, Angela. All right, so let's get started. So this is actually a pretty simple and straightforward recipe. We're going to use simple ingredients, actually. Butter, flour, sugar, and milk. And uh, oil. I think I mentioned oil. No, you didn't. No, I did not. So yeah, butter, flour, milk sugar oil and then we're going to use some powdered sugar for the glaze though in chanel's case she has asked for vanilla frosting no, I don't mind sugar as well. 
as well. Okay, so I guess she's got she 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 wants but she wanted both. Um, I was asked about the vanilla frosting yesterday, and it'll be interesting because the vanilla frosting I found is supposed to be a gluten-free vanilla frosting. So there you go. <clears throat> so the first thing we're going to do is melt our butter. And what this calls for is a fourth cup of margarine slash butter. We're going to use real butter here. And how do we measure out a fourth cup? Well, we just guess, actually, because we know that a stick is about a half cup. So if you can either get the half sticks, then you know that's a fourth cup, or you can just guess by slicing the stick down in this at, at the center. If you uh, have the stick, stick like facing a vertical, or I guess uh, if you know you have extra butter, it's probably not going to hurt much. So you just want to be careful not to have too much extra, because you don't want too much um, of the wet stuff compared to the dry stuff, or else it's going to be difficult to form it into a dough. Mm, correct. So the first thing we have to do is gently melt the butter over a low to medium heat. So I'm going to have the burner set to medium low, and that's going to take care of that. I'm now going to get out my milk. I already took out the butter earlier, obviously, and I've taken out the oil. I tell you though, folks, this call has almost been against me today because I had flour go missing, and then I discovered at the last I actually now have two bags of flour, so that's a relief. I uh, could not find the oil I wanted, and so I was contemplating, okay, how are these, are these going to taste better fried in peanut oil or olive oil? And uh, then I found my regular oil after all, so I was like, okay, that's a good thing. So... Now the question is, how am I going to know if the butter is melted? And this can be done safely, and unlike my macaroni and cheese experience, without any injury. So I'm taking out a spoon, and I'm going to go over to the pan, and I can just tell right now that there's not much heat being generated, but... What we do have in the center right now is a solid stick of butter, so I know that it has not melted yet. So when it is melted, what we're going to do is stir in the milk and the oil, and then we're going to transition over to our dry ingredients. And um, the milk, it actually calls for very little milk, just about a half cup. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then uh, we're going to need two tablespoons of oil, and then that is not going to be what we use for frying. We'll have extra oil for that. And then the biggest uh, measurement in this whole unit actually is going to be the flowers. It calls for two cups. And then a quarter cup sugar. This is going to be interesting because it actually tells us to divide the sugar. So that yeah. is going to... 
going to be well, interesting. The you want the quarter cup for actually um, for the the quarter cup is for the making of the donuts. The divided sugar is that you're supposed to have extra sugar. I just forgot to note that on your recipe when I gave it to you. All right. Well, that's a good reason why she's on the recipe because I would have been trying to, I would have been dividing a fourth cup because, uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so good thing we got that cleared up. Okay. So now I'm going to check on my butter again. Ooh, it is still a stick. I'm going to make sure using my spoon that the stick is in the center of the pan. I can start to mash it up a little bit, but I can tell just by the feel of the spoon that it is definitely melting. Ah, I'm shrinking. I'm melting. So with that uh, lovely reference, before we continue on with the next part, are there any questions? There is no hands raised at this time. So <coughs> now there's a hand raised. It's Jill. Jill. All right. Hello, Jill. Hi, Herbie. Hi, Tori. Um, I just wanted to um, know if you can review the measurements real quick of the ingredients. All right. Do you want them in UK measurements or American measurements? Uh, US, please. All right. So it calls for a fourth cup of butter. Got it. A half cup of milk. Two cups flour, um, two tablespoons oil, mm -hmm. and then a quarter cup sugar. And then what was the divided amount of the sugar? That's what my phone broke up a little. Um, so it was a quarter cup sugar so for the there, you actually so we actually don't divide the sugar so i got i'm reading the, the I, when reading the recipe i was it reads one way but i found out another way at the separate time so okay so we actually do not need to worry about dividing the sugar you will use the four, full one fourth cup of sugar in the actual dry ingredients okay perfect thank you you are welcome all right anybody else um, there's no hands at this time. All right, guys. So one thing I forgot to mention is if you do have questions, go ahead. Don't wait for me to call. Uh, go ahead and raise your hand and I will create gaps for asking when we do have raised hands. So if you think of anything at any time, just go ahead and raise your hand and you'll be in the queue when we get to you. All right. So I'm now going to add in the milk. I have a full gallon of milk here because sometimes I prefer to find the half gallon, but that's all right. So milk is very easy, of course, to deal with. We take off the lid. You got the handle on one side. I'm going to take it over to the pan because it's on low heat, and I'm going to pour in the half cup, and any excess is just going to go directly in the pan. I made sure that I was centered with it. The cup was centered. Very uh, straightforward. If you are not comfortable doing that, you might want to use a separate bowl to pour in the milk and oil and then pour that bowl of the pan so you're just dealing with one thing. But again we're dealing with low heat not uh, high heat so it uh, makes it a lot easier to 
work with. And next we're going to find our two tablespoon measurement that can make life a lot easier. And it decided to disappear on me. That's not nice. Okay, well, it, uh, when you've got walking measuring spoons, it can make life a whole lot more. There it is. Oh, it's my one tablespoon, but you know what? You can we just will... use that twice. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do. I, I, I was thinking that, uh, actually, it's like, well, you know. Okay, so we will just use the one tablespoon twice. Oil, let's talk about that. So it's still in a plastic bag here. This is an unopened bottle. And oil comes in a very interestingly shaped bottle. I'm using vegetable oil for this. I don't know how other oils would work, but the vegetable oil... I've used rapeseed and olive oil and vegetable oil and sunflower oil. And apart from a very, very slight, barely noticeable taste difference, they won't work just as well. All right. So the plastic lid is on a one of those ring things. So the bottle itself feels like, oh, I don't know, I think I'd call it a oblong thing. It's got an interesting middle that is uh, kind of like pushed inwards. And then you've got interesting ridges on the top. So now we're going to lift this lid. Okay, it doesn't want to fully come off, but I don't need it to. There's no protective thing on the lid, so I don't need to worry about any paper. And now we're going to do the same thing where I'm going to... Hold the oil over the tablespoon over the pan. There's tablespoon number one. And tablespoon number two. We definitely want to be careful not to overdo the oil, as things will taste interesting if we do. Well, a little now, tip. If you do find you've overdone the uh, wet ingredients, just add a little extra flour. Excellent. So I'm going to stir this up. Now, one tip I will give you when dealing with oil, and I must admit I haven't done this in a long time myself, but it does work. So oil can be a very slick substance to work with. However, if you put it in your fridge and let it set, then it becomes a thicker fluid, or in the geology terms, it has a, uh, I think you would call it a greater v viscosity, um, which is a stickiness. Um, and uh, so if you put it in the fridge and you let it cool down, it becomes a thicker substance to pour. And so that makes it, you know, the stickier it is, the slower it uh, becomes. And so it's a little bit easier to feel it going into the cup. And that was a trick I learned a long time ago. So if you, especially if you do a lot of baking and you do a lot with oil, you might uh, find that tip a little useful. Um, I mean, even for, I do a lot more frying than I do baking, so it's why I've never really used it that trick much myself. Because I'm just, I'll put oil, pour oil in the pan, and I don't usually use a precise measurement, but baking, it's a lot different, so. Um, a nice little trick there to be able to do that with the oil is put it in the fridge, making it thicker, 
and therefore easier to pour. That's a great tip. All right, before we get on to the dry ingredients, let's do a quick check and see if there are any questions. I see one hand, Dexter. Dexter, welcome. I am mute. I am unmuted. Uh, and uh, with regard to the oil, one consideration is it depends upon the type of oil that you have. Good quality olive oil will be be totally solidified in yes. the refrigerator. That is definitely true. In fact, right. if there is any leftover liquid on the uh, olive oil that's in a refrigerator, typically that should be poured off because that's impurities that should not be there. Well, that is good to know. Um, I will tell you that I personally do not use olive oil for baking. Um, because, you know, most things call for vegetable oil. I will say if you are using it for baking purposes, from what I've told here anyway, it makes the dough a lot stiffer. But, uh, and so the trick I was definitely talking about especially works well with vegetable oil, um, also with coconut oil as well, or coconut butter. That's another thing to put in the fridge if you want a more solid thing to work with. But that is good to know about the olive oil as well. and. So you, depending on the quality of it, you may or may not want to refrigerate that. All right. Well, thank you, Dexter. Okay. Do we have anybody else? Okay. So we don't have anybody else. All right. Oh, now we do. Now um, we do. Okay. Liz. You Hi, um, there's no leavening. I don't understand what is leavening the material here. Well, we'll be mixing the wet and dry ingredients together, and that is what's going to make it into a stiff dough. Um, but Tori, did you? No eggs or because they're not required. Baking powder, and I didn't know what makes it rise. It's not required. The, the flour itself makes it rise enough because it's just donuts. It's not a cake. All right. Okay. Just checking. I thought maybe I missed something. Thanks, Tori. No problem. And uh, Liz, I know because you're into some more alternative cookings, we, I will actually remind me at the end of the call to go over the vegan. Well, Tori will probably cover this anyway, but um, there is a vegan version of this particular recipe that uh, we will make sure that we give out at the end of the call too so be sure to stay tuned for that and jill has her hand up jill hi um the local donuts i learned this from the donut store near me that there's two kinds of there's yeast donuts and cake style donuts and so i'm assuming the the reason there's no leavening in this is because it's like a cake style. So that's why it, it's not required to have any yes. yeast or um, uh, any leavening. So it, it comes out. Yes, it's, it's because of the type of donut. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, I only knew that, learned that because of this particular um, small mom and pop shop. So, um, so that's why I think there's no leavening. So, you think correctly. <laughs> Thank you. Well, if you think about it, guys, I guess we're eating biblically because we are technically eating uh, unleavened bread then. And, um, you know, guys, though, I got to tell you, I want to make something that I don't know if it exists yet or not, but I will make sure it does. And it's called sunshine bread. And you want to know why I want to make sunshine bread? Go on. Because it'll be rising in the yeast. I wish I didn't ask. No. <laughs> Moving on, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Rising in the yeast. Yeah, I get it. I think we all get it. Oh, just, just making sure. Um, <laughs> anyway. You did know you get comedy along with this call, right? <sighs> anyway. I see all the people leaving now. Bye. Um, now you scared them away. Yeah, you, might, you maybe have better things to do with the uh, other call that's happening at the same time. Or even if there's no other call, it doesn't matter. I'm sure they can find something better to do. Yeah, I'm sure they can. Okay, so we're going to pour in our flour. I've got a large mixing bowl here. <coughs> And I'm going to the, it's a new bag of flour. So I'm going to make sure it's open. I actually, let's see, can we scoop? No, because the two cup measuring cup is that big that it makes it hard to scoop. But that's okay, we can pour instead. And so I am just holding it over the bowl, making sure it gets into the cup. Excess, if there is any, we'll get into the bowl. There really isn't much. Let's make sure this bowl is flat. Okay, I can actually use a little bit more flour. And if I pack it down just a tad bit more, we don't want to have too much, obviously, but we don't want to have too little. Okay. And then for flour storage, I have containers that actually will fit the bag so I just put it right back into the container and then I'll put the lid on and put this container back up okay so next then I do believe is the sugar that will be undivided so that's a good thing for the sugar and what we're going to do, so what we're going to do now is a fourth cup of sugar. And um, this will be interesting because, uh, like I said, if I, I'll have to remodify the recipe because when I give it out on the, the cook's list because it actually says, you know, use half the sugar. But uh, we're going to use the four, full one-fourth cup sugar, which makes a lot more sense to me, I have to say. And um, we're going to take the lid off this container, and unlike the flour, you can actually scoop out the sugar. So questions, of course, pouring, scooping, what is the best method to use? I think that depends on your comfort level. That's what I and was going to say. Whichever method is you, best is the one that works best for you. 
Yep. And you may find that for some items, one method works better than the other. So um, I would say the majority people, unless you're really, if you're not comfortable with cut pouring or you have concerned about spilling, you may find scooping a little bit easier. But again, I would just say experiment with both and you will find out through your own experimentation what is going to work the best. So, and the size of the measuring cup or spoon can matter too, especially the cup. Like I said, my two cup was just that big that I didn't really want to try to use it as a scoop, but I could have used a smaller measuring cup and scooped several times and gotten the same result if I wanted. Or used a spoon and spooned it into the measuring cup. Yep, that too. So, uh, so yep, and so, yeah, you've got multiple ways of doing this. So we're now going to stir our flour and sugar just with a spoon. I don't think we need any fancy mixers for this particular recipe. And we're just using the spoon to make sure things are evenly distributed. By the way, folks, what better way to join these donuts than coming to the coffee clutch next hour? And uh, I can't think of anything more delicious than coffee and donuts. I can. So we, you tea can? and donuts. Oh, there you go. Uh, tea and donuts. Oh, there you go. That sounds like Are all of us like coffee, you know? Well... On this side of the pond, we like coffee. On your side of the pond, it's tea. tea. Not everybody over that side of the pond likes coffee. No, that is true. But uh, everybody in your side of the pond, I think, likes tea. But I thought it was. No, that's not true. That's not true either. Okay, I'm getting comments from everybody. Audience <laughs> members should actually raise their hand if they want to say anything. Chanel's not an audience member. She's special. Okay. Um. <clears throat> But I always thought it was supposed to be tea and crumpets, so. Well, yeah, or um, scones, but donuts work too. Especially cake donuts. All right. I'm going away. <laughs> okay, so now what we're going to do is make a well in the center and pour in the butter mixture. And uh, if, by the way, folks, if you want to become part of the live audience, then feel free to uh, stop by here. We hold this call every Tuesday and our audience, we've actually gotten two very interesting requests for the cooking corner. One I need to look into, and uh, that is for a breakfast casserole. But uh, next week, I've been asked to make monster cookies, which are peanut butter cookies with M&Ms. So Yummy. I am going going to look into making that. So I'm just using my hands to kind of make a well. And uh, hey, I've got a wishing well. Yay. If I put a penny in here and make a wish, well, anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a penny in your donuts. Pretty much. But I guess you could say I get my pennies worth. Um. Okay, so wish I wish you well with that comment with that comedy career. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not taking this pan. The liquid stuff is very cool now because I've had a chance, you know, it's had a chance to cool down and I'm just going to kind of pour it and I have it aimed at the well. 
And there you go. You've got one massive donut already in your mixing bowl with the, uh, no. Um, so, just sampling the mixture here. Yeah. And um, I'm going to wash the excess flour and stuff off my hands. Especially since you've just had your hands in your mouth. Exactly. But, uh, well, that's why you got to do a lot of constant hand washing in this job, let me tell you. And anyway, you have to make sure it's safe for consumption. You don't want to give Chanel, uh, Chanel something that's not safe, right? Exactly. <laughs> so now what we're going to do is combine gradually until a thick dough forms. And so we're just going to uh, kind of stir in, you know, uh, gently for this and then we're going to get the oil ready. So now is another great time if you have any questions. And also this is the point where if it's not happening, you need you want to add a little more flour because it means you ended up adding a bit more milk and, or, or oil than you meant to. Yep. All right. So far it is stiffening up a little bit. All right. So we're so Angela, do we have any questions? No hands at this second, but that can easily change. That's true. <laughs> it can. Okay, so we are stirring and... All right, I think we are going to need a little bit more flour as it is not quite stiff. But that's okay, so I will get out my flour and we will just get out a separate spoon and use that to add in a couple more spoonfuls of flour. And let's start with that. I did a good generous spoonful there. Oop, yep, now we're starting to stiffen up, but I'm using my other spoon for stirring, so if I think I still need to add more, then I can do so. So right now the dough is looking like a, still a little bit crumbly, but it is starting to definitely stiffen up more. Once you get it to the point where it seems like it's getting there, um, it's sometimes easier to finish mixing it with your hands. All right. Well, I think it needs one more spoonful of flour. And then we are going to switch to the uh, hand method. Oh, yep. Now it's definitely starting to stiffen up. So yeah, I had too much liquid and... I've made this recipe loads of times and I do it almost every time. Mm-hmm, I can see why. So, you know, it might almost be safer to use an extra cup of flour right off the get-go. I don't know. I mean, you have to, that's a judgment call there. I okay. prefer to do it this way because, you know, just, in, just on the off chance that I actually do the right amount, you know. <laughs> right. 
it's easier to add a little more flour in than it is to try and take some out. It definitely is. So now we've actually got us something stiff here. I'm going to um, now use my hands to hand here to try to kind of make it all stick together. And okay, we still have a very crumbly mixture here. So I am going to kind of press down to see if we can try to get this. Yeah, you want to kind of press it together and roll it about in the bowl. And yeah. It will come together. It just takes a minute. I'll tell you for this much, folks. Uh, th there is a reason why we go to our local donut shop and uh, have the professionals do it. But uh, okay, I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, but there's also a reason why I don't. Yes. <laughs> it's called accessibility of vegan friendly ones. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, the nearest donut shop to me is about um, 20 minutes drive by car, and they don't deliver. So. Yeah, and I that don't drive, funnily enough. That, that is funny. You don't drive. Mm, you're missing out. I know. Okay, so we're making this into a very interesting... Still not sticking together the way I would like, but I guess we will make this work. Okay, now it's starting to... come together a little bit. So it's now... Um, sticking in the bowl a little bit, so that's a good sign. Alright, do we have any questions? No, we do not. There's no raised hands, so... I always wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. So here's the thing that's happening with this. It's sticking, but when I actually try to remove the dough, it is not staying together. So I'm going to try to use my hand to make it into a ball and kind of press down. Yeah, make it into a ball with your hand and kind of press it together and roll it around in the bowl, a bowl and eventually it'll, it'll come together. Or it should. All right. It should. Um, unfortunately, it is not. Alrighty then. Well, what we've got here, folks, is a very flowery mess. So I don't know if somehow I used too much flour or not enough liquid or... I'm guessing it was um, overcompensated with adding the flour. Alright. Well then... Then you want to just add just a little bit of milk 
just a very small amount. Do it gradually. Mix it really well like you would just do there with your hands. Um, All right. Okay. That is what we are going to do. Um, you need to tip the balance back the other way a little, basically. Yep. So we're going to take out our milk and... We're going to... Oops, I hope that isn't too much, but... Uh... Okay, now we're starting to get some liquid here. Okay, so now I'm just kind of We're getting a paste, but this is definitely proving to be a very elusive recipe, so something is not liking me here today. I do not know if um Okay, so this is not turning out the way we had hoped. I'll have to use a little bit more milk because it is still very crumbly. And, whoa, I wonder if it's a problem with the flour then or something. Because this is not sticking the way I would have imagined. And in fact, I think what's happening is I'm going to have to, uh, I think we're going to have a very interesting non-donut today because what's happening is the flour is absorbing the mixture and like the liquid and so and this was a new bag of flour, too, actually. It wasn't, um... Okay, now we're starting to... Oh, boy. Okay, yep. This is literally coming apart, guys. Anytime I try to... Um... In fact, we're starting to get a mess over here. All right. Well... This is unfortunate, because it uh, is a very... What was supposed to be a very straightforward uh, donut recipe has turned into a uh, bit of a disaster here on the uh, cooking corner as there's no way this would stick together in the uh, frying pan. Um, I can... Yeah, it is not sticking together, guys. So I am going to have to... Uh, yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, not in a good way. Hmm. That was good. So I will have to do some more experimenting and see if there's a different kind of flour to use or... I don't think the... I should have thought of this if the um, caster sugar would have worked a little bit better. Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I use just regular sugar, so... Okay, that's what I used, so... Um, unfortunately, it uh, does not look like we are going to have donuts today, because I can... 
not do, I could add more milk, keep adding more milk, but um, we'd be back to... You would uh, need to um, add, start adding more sugar and butter and yeah. too much more. So. so folks, when a baking disaster like this happens, um, all you can do is really toss the stuff into the garbage. Um, now I do have, let's see, can I at least, I do have this flat disc it's letting me make. So I think we'll do at least an experiment and see, see what you can, can manage to salvage. And Exactly. If you so, can get it to press together enough that you can make it into a rough donut shape, you'll be able to fry it. Yep. So that's what we are going to do. So for this, um, let's move the milk back into the fridge. So we're going to put this disaster into the frying pan and we'll see if it fries or if we literally end up in the fire. I don't know what will happen, but... Um, well, the only thing that I can think besides um, having issues with having added too much flour to compensate is that um, you let the butter and stuff cool too much and the butter wasn't melted enough. Right. No, I mean, it was definitely melted. But oh, I know it was it... melted originally, but if it cooled yeah. too much, it would have started to firm up again. Yep. It didn't look firm, but... Uh... That is definitely a possibility, so. Okay, I'm going to put some oil in the pan. And by the way, folks, if you've uh, not had a chance to do so, you can find Herbie's Cooking Corner over on YouTube, where you will find plenty of uh, successful shows. Yes. And I've even uploaded a couple of new ones. Um, I've just uploaded the uh, um, gingerbread brownies one that I did. That proved to be an interesting one. So I've done that particular call. I need to see if the other one, the kitchen tour and safety uploaded. But... Uh, we will... Uh, I'll check on that. So yeah, you can definitely find some shows on YouTube and I'll be adding more this week that um, are ready to be added. So do we have, why don't we go on to Tori's tips and then if we have any questions, we will get to them. Okay, two seconds. Uh-oh. And we lost you. Yeah, sorry about that. I muted because I had to deal with something. Um, I, that's why I said two seconds. Okay, so basically, um, the way to make this um, allergy-free is to substitute your dairy products for non-dairy alternatives. It doesn't really matter which of the milks you make, although it w which of the uh, vegan milks you use, though it will slightly affect the taste, though not very much, because most of them, it's not very detectable when you're baking with them. And you can use whichever um, non-dairy butter you want. 
And obviously, if you have a gluten intolerance, you can use a gluten-free flour um, to do that. And then um, the sugar. Now, if you specifically are vegan, you will not want to use a lot of the white sugars in the U.S. Um, so I will tell you, because of that, that you can use pretty much any sugar. I use um, just a raw sugar, which we consider it brown sugar over here. All right. Very good. All right. So do we have any questions? Yes, there are some hands here. Jill, you may unmute. All right, Jill. Hello. Um, I just wanted to say there's no mistakes. It's only an opportunity for learning. So um, with that being said, I wanted to ask Tori um, about the texture that we're looking for. Um, is it supposed to feel more like a dough or yeah, more like kind of like um, you're looking for something similar to a kind of cookie dough? A cookie dough. Okay. Because, um, yeah, I didn't know if it was supposed to be like, feel like how when you stir a cake batter, how that feels versus. No, if it's like that, because you need, right, once you form the dough, you're supposed to then shape it into donut shapes and then fry it. Okay. Um, or so shape it into, or form it into sh donut shapes and put it in the donut maker, which is what I'm doing. Um, which is why I needed a second because I had to set my timer. But okay. Because <laughs> yeah, I make pizza dough a lot. And so yeah, it's, it's a similar sort of texture to pizza dough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if it's because that pizza dough or bread dough is a little on the firmer side, then a cookie dough is a little bit more moist. Well, and then like a as long as as long as you're able to form it, it can be mm -hmm. more towards the cookie dough or more towards the bread dough kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, like yeah. a little, little firmer than like a drop cookie, but okay. Um, you know, like the kind of slightly firmer cookie dough that you would roll out and use the mm -hmm. cookie cutter oh, with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of like that. I would say. Yeah, because that's really helpful when you're trying to figure out, like, should I add more flour or mm -hmm. because that's where because I've sometimes, you know, with doughs, sometimes you have to just I've thrown it out and just started over. So, um, you know, it's it's not always an exact um, yeah. You know, it just comes with practice and yeah. um, and getting used to the feel. Like, I think that's the advantage that visually impaired and blind people have when it comes to making doughs because we're just very tuned in to the way that it feels. And I can tell right away, like, if the pizza dough is going to not be right and then I start over. So, um yeah. Don't be discouraged, Herbie. It's uh, it just comes with practice and yep. So. But yeah, you're looking for something similar to the kind of cookie dough you would roll out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but basically, as long as it's firm enough that it's like sticking together, and you you're going to be able to firm make donut shapes out of it to fry, then mm -hmm. you're good. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. No problem. All, All right. right. We have more hands if you want to pick those. Yes, we go ahead. Um, 
Um, Diane, you may unmute. Hello, Diane. <clears throat> Hello. I'm just noticing that the magic tap on my iPhone works to mute and unmute again. All right. It seemed like it did for a while. Anyway, I'm wondering, <clears throat> I guess maybe this is weird, but I'm wondering if there are any differences in ingredients between um, our two countries, you know, if, if the flour might be any different or... No, um, we've done other recipes because, like, I gave her a cake recipe and stuff like that, and they've been fine. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank um, you. It's, uh, it's it's, it'll be a ratio issue, basically. Yep. Okay. So what I will do is I'll have to double-check the original measurements with um, – I'll have to Google it instead of Alexa – excuse me, and see if they match um, what the thing told me, so – yeah. Um, and that'll be the next thing. And I don't think the type of flour would matter anyway. Maybe, um, I don't know. No, because I've made it with self-raising and plain. I've made it with um, wholemeal whole and um, white. So, you know. Right. Alexa, stop. So, we have two more hands here. All right. And that was not a weird thought, though, Diane, just so you know. All right, Angela, who's next? Jane, you may unmute. All Hello, right, Jane. Jane. I'm muted. Good morning. Um, what, can you talk more about the donut maker? I might be interested in, in purchasing one, though I have an electric skillet. I guess you could use that. Uh, well, I've got one that it's got different plates you can install, which do either donuts, toast sandwiches, waffles, or uh, it's got a panini thing, which I use as a um, kind of grill, um, which I got on Amazon. It wasn't all that expensive. And although it officially says you're supposed to let the thing heat up before you put stuff in, I found if you just add a couple of minutes to your timer, you can put it in from cold, which is ideal for us. Mm -hmm. So I hope that answered your question about that. All right. I'll have to look into that myself. That definitely sounds like a cool gadget. All and, right. And there's and one then, more hand, Chanel. Yes. Chanel, yes. So if you added eggs or something, could you have turned that mess into a cake, maybe? Potentially, yes. Okay. Just curious. Because yep. we could have had nummy cake. Uh, we could have, but uh, we were supposed to make donuts. No. Um, so you put it in the pan, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. All righty, guys. Well, we are... Oh, right. It's the 10-minute mark. Okay, cool. All right, and I'm getting comments from the Twitter side of things to uh, use an egg to glue it together. I'm going to have to experiment with these, uh, uh, this recipe a little bit uh, more. Um, nothing wrong with um, uh, that. By the way, Stephanie, who is out there in the streamland, welcome. Thank you for listening. I don't know if this is the first show you've listened to or not, but uh, I know it's not the Stephanie that... Uh, calls on this is a completely different Stephanie in a completely different country. So, <laughs> um, 
and uh, so we're gonna go check on this I did flip this once by the way there are so first of all for those of you listening on the stream if you would like to join us on these zoom calls throughout the day and there's a lot to choose from make sure you send an email to community at acb.org and to ask to be added to the community call list you do not need to be an acb member you do not even need to be in this country we do not check a membership at the door we just check your id to make sure that you're 21 or older oh wait a minute no um, we don't even do that no, we don't. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, if you uh, would like to um, join the ACB community, there's a lot of great calls. For instance, the Coffee Social, which is happening next hour. Also coming up in a couple hours, we've got two calls that are happening, uh, Leader Dogs and uh, Unmute. And Unmute is where uh, we don't get to be Actually, unmuted. three calls. Three calls. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to turn things over to our schedule reader who knows the schedule better than I do. You're the one who wanted to go over the schedule, but yeah, we have the coffee clutch, and then at 1 p.m. we have your positive place, leader dogs, and unmute presents. At four, no 2 p.m. we have abacus made simple or easy. I don't remember. Th 4 p.m. we have the ins and outs of sight loss later in life and lively Latin. 5 p.m. ACB Crafters Crocheting, 6 p.m. Braille Room, Line Dancing for All, and uh, California Diabetics Support Group. I think roughly that's what it's called. 7.30, we have ACB Resolutions on Media 6, and The Art of Memoir, memoir Writing. At 8 p.m., we have Juneteenth on Media 5. At 9 p.m., we have conversational French, advanced abacus, and the man cave. All right. <laughs> Not that everybody needed all that, but yeah. I think they did because I, you know, we have Hey, if we're going to have a donut call that didn't go well, at least we could have a, a enjoyable reading of the schedule. Well, that was from memory and that wasn't exactly reading it, but yeah. I think considering it was from memory, that was not happening. <laughs> okay. I, I think we'll call that good. So this donut is actually starting to come apart in the pan. Let's uh -oh. see if I can get it out. Well, it must oh, be a go. pretty gargantuan donut. Well, I will show you in a minute what it looks like. Um, okay, it became two donuts actually while in the pan. Okay, this is interesting. Well, that's one each for you and Janelle, then. <laughs> um, it looks like uh, the way it came out is like a little bit of a cake thing, which is what you would expect, I guess. Um, so, I'm just using a spatula. You know, you know it's really interesting. I, so far, with cooking with hot oil today, I have not burned myself once, but I certainly did doing that macaroni last week, so. That's because I got surprised with the water vapor. Okay, are you going to turn off? Thank you. Um, that's never fun when it does not do that. So, um, we've got five minutes left. 
I'm going to take the plate over to Chanel, who will describe to us what this donut looks like. Um, oh, interesting. Like a crumbly something. Hmm. Uh, Um, it has the potential to be tasty. Mm -hmm. hmm. I kind of like it. Good. If it had a tiny bit more sugar, maybe. Yeah, I think adding the extra flour and the extra milk without adding more sugar probably um, reduced the sugar content. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I like it. All right, well, make some more. I'll get the donut maker this time. All right, I'll get the donut maker, and then we'll definitely have some fun with that. All right, and I can, but yeah, I mean, it does look good. What did come out in the frying pan here? So, mm. yeah, that's really. I want more. All right. Well, I just might have to try this again and see if we have any better results. Well, I will try it again. Um, for sure. All right. Thank you, Angela, for uh, hosting. Thank you, Deb, for streaming. Thank you, Twinkling Tori, for co-facilitating. Um, do we have any and final thank hands? Thank you, Ruby, for facilitating. Do we have any final raised hands before we get going? Um, I'm not hearing that we do, so... Um, all right. No, we have no hands. All right. So, next Tuesday, we're going to make uh, monster cookies, and I will get that out to everybody. Um, just a quick reminder, the week of convention, we will not have a call, because convention is going to be happening. And, um... Also, I do want to mention real quick, and uh, this is, at least I got this, so hoping you all should, you all should have too, um, if you registered for the convention, uh, I did get the uh, ballot ID for... No, it's not for registering. No, it's not but registered no, it's for the convention, ACB, it's just yes. being an ACB member, because I haven't registered yet, because I'm waiting for the results for that contest, and I got mine. Right. I'm correct. Yeah, I stand corrected. So if you are an ACB member, you should have gotten your voter ID um, email. If not, then um, be on the lookout for it. Call the, call the office if you did not get it. If you are an ACB member, but that is not the same as registering for convention. Um, but convention is going to be exciting. But you know what, folks? We're running short of time. I'm going to uh, quit yakking here. Tori, any final thoughts? Um, I hope the donuts go better for you next time you try them. All right. Thank you.